Today is Sanctity of Life Sunday. It's kind of an odd thing that we have in our society, uh, which celebrates life so much and focuses on life so much and basically ignores the harsh reality of death as much as it possibly can, that we have to celebrate, remind people that life is sacred that life is a gift from God, that life is to be valued at every stage, in every form, uh, and that, but yeah, if I told you that, okay, well, there have been about uh, 15,000 verified deaths from uh, a, a, a disease, uh, that has just cropped up and uh, nobody has any immunity to it uh, in the last year. Um, there, there have in Canada um, been about 15,000 deaths verified uh, from the coronavirus. Um, and then if I told you, well, there's another uh, situation that is taking 80,000 lives. You know, we look at what we've done in terms of our society's response to the coronavirus. And I'm not, I'm not in any way condemning that. I, I think society is doing the best it can to combat this new threat, uh, which has, even despite all our best efforts, taken 15,000 to possibly more like 20,000, because of course you can't verify all of them, uh, lives, people who, as Dr. Bonnie Henry always points out, uh, are loved, have relatives, people who care about them, uh, and 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 therefore we we value those those lives. But if I told you there was uh, there was another scourge, which took eighty thousand lives just last year, would it not make sense that our society would be, which which values life so highly? That we're doing all this stuff, we're putting the economy on hold uh, as as much as we, or as little as we can. But we, we we're willing to do that. We're 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 shutting down all sorts of things, including in-person services and with church, uh, to to mitigate and to stop this scourge, which is taking so many lives. But this other one, which took eighty thousand lives at least last year. Our society is doing nothing about and is actually actively promoting. And that is abortion. 80,000 unborn children were killed last year. And that's not even to say the other place where, our, not even to mention the other end of life where our society is totally messed up and confused. Its priorities are all wrong. Our friend Silouan was in the hospital suffering from what was looking like and ended up being a, a fatal heart condition. And his, it was difficult and agonizing and challenging for him to, to, to work through this last struggle which God had set for him. And it was made more difficult by the fact that Every now and then, a choice was presented to him. You can leave all this suffering 
you can have a, a, a quiet, peaceful death. All you have to do is say the word and a doctor will come in and will inject you with a substance that will put you to sleep and then will inject you with a substance that will make sure you never wake up. And here he was gasping for every breath, just trying to make it through the next day. Of course, this is appealing. I mean, he, he talked to me about it and it was hard. I mean, I saw what he was going through. It was horrible. But it was also something that was from the hand of God for his salvation. There were also moments in there after he decided not to take this course of action, which was offered to him by his physicians. There were moments there that were sacred, where he reconnected with people who he had not seen for years, where he made amends where he had moments of joy. And yes, he didn't have exactly the, 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 the death we were planning because his times were in God's hands. But you know, for, for what it was, he, 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 he passed, as far as we can tell, discussing uh, food with a friend whom he loved. I think if there was any passing that he would have chosen other than perhaps a, a quiet, calm, peaceful death with people praying over him. It might have been that. This was what God sent him. We have to think carefully as a society about the choices that we are offering to our children, to our citizens, to people who are suffering. Um, because there are choices that seem good, that seem like, oh, yes, well, this would be simple. It would end this suffering. It would, it would make things easier. It would, but they are not good. It is not right. However convenient it may be, however it may protect the lifestyle of the single unwed mother who is with child. It is not right to offer her the solution to terminate the life that is within her. It is not right for us to make the difficult struggle that people are going through at the end of their lives more difficult by offering them this easy way out. We have to think carefully about what choices we as a society are offering our people. Now, obviously, as Christians, we, we have a voice within our democratic society, but it's no longer a Christian country. We don't get to, we don't get to make the laws. So uh, while we can advocate for certain choices to be there or not to be there, we don't get to make that choice. The, the thing that we do have as Christians, as people who are followers of Jesus Christ, is the holy tradition the tradition, the way of life that has been handed down from Christ through his apostles to us. And that way of life clarifies for us our choices. There are choices that are offered to us in this world by our society. Choices that are being offered out of a sense of love and a sense of compassion that are, that are, that are simply wrong, wrong-headed. 
And the beauty of the tradition of embracing this way of life is that for us, it helps to simplify. We can say, for us, abortion is not an option. For us, suicide is not an option. For us as followers of Jesus Christ, we celebrate the sanctity, the sacredness of the gift of life that God has given to us in all its beauty, in all its ugliness, in all its, uh, in, in all its pain and agony and suffering. It is nevertheless the gift of God to us. We not, may not be happy with the form that he has given to us or with the, the shape that we are born with or, or that we grow into, uh, but it is the gift of God to us for our salvation because he loves us. We need to accept it. This is the teaching of Christ and the apostles. It, it can be hard to accept it. It can be extremely, excruciatingly difficult. It can be a lifelong struggle at times. But we must accept it because we understand, and we do accept it, because we understand that God is good, that he loves us, that he values who we are. In the, in the, gospel, in the gospel reading today, the blind man, he's sitting there by the side of the road. One could easily say, oh, what kind of quality of life does he have? It's just sad. He should, we just, just ended. And certainly people were neglecting him, were ignoring him, but Jesus didn't. Because what we see in the gospel, in the way that Jesus treated people, what we see in the epistle is that while God has created diversity and there, there, is, there is a beauty in the diversity of gifts that God has given to us, uh, the diversity of forms that God has made us in, um, there is a intrinsic value to life such that in Christ there is no male, no female, no slave, no free, no Jew, no Greek, no Scythian, no barbarian. We are all alike in God's sight, beautiful and valued. This is the message that we have as Christians. Life is sacred. Life is a gift in all its beauty and all its agony. It is something that is given to us by God. We should treasure it. We should celebrate it. We should rejoice in it. We should embrace it even when it is difficult and hard and, and when the, it presents us with challenges that we would rather not face. This is what it means for us to consider life sacred. For us, there are certain things that our society uh, offers us in all of its uh, attempts to be compassionate and loving, which we have to say, that is not an option. I am a follower of Jesus Christ. I will embrace what my God has given to me. My form, my body, my life, my suffering, everything that God has given to me, I will embrace because it comes from him. It is a gift from him. It is sacred to me. And it is for me and for, for, for my ultimate joy and for my salvation that I might, with everything that he has given to me, both good and bad, difficult and challenging, beautiful and hard, that I might use all of that, offer all of that up to him as a living sacrifice to glorify him, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, now and ever and unto ages of ages.